Please be seated for our Bible readings. The first reading is taken from the book of Ezekiel, beginning at Ezekiel 36, verse 24. It can be found on page 836 in the Old Testament section of the Church Bible. In this reading, Ezekiel prophecies of both a new covenant and of a new outpouring of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit on all people. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your uncleanliness and from all your idols I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove from your body the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and make you follow my statutes and be careful to observe my ordinances. Then you shall live in the land that I gave to your ancestors and you shall be my people and I will be your God. The hand of the Lord came upon me and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were very many lying in the valley and they were very dry. He said to me, mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you and will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. And you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. And as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together bone to its bone. I looked and there were sinews on them. Flesh had come upon them and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy mortal and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and stood on their feet a vast multitude. Then he said to me, 
Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves. O my people, I will put my spirit with you and you shall live and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. The gospel reading is taken from John chapter 20 beginning at verse 19. It can be found on page 123 in the New Testament section of the Church Bible. In this reading, we read of Jesus's resurrection appearance to the disciples on the evening of Easter Sunday. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he has said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. to sit. Oh Lord Jesus, light of the world, would you come now and illumine and illuminate any darkness within us and around us. Oh just reveal your presence and your path for each one of us. We pray in your name. Amen. Well, we're here in week five in our journey through parts of Ezekiel. Uh, we're still in Babylon, by the way, where the Jewish people have been taken into exile, as we well know. We know, too, how they have sinned and rebelled, how they've worshipped idols and defiled God's holy name. And their idolatry, their, the bloodshed, and the cheapening of God's holy name. Uh, has led to God's judgment and how they must have been wondering at this stage whether there was anything 
that could change their desperate circumstances. And so it is that we come today in chapters 36 and 37, in that passage that um, just been read to us, uh, we come to good news. Good news indeed. This little section of Ezekiel has sometimes been referred to as the, the gospel according to Ezekiel because it has good news in it. You see, the God who has judged is the God who delivers, the God who rescues. He acts for our own good and he wants us to see and to recognize his sovereign power at work. Through his actions, he seeks to be glorified. He wants his name extolled. He wants us to acknowledge that he is omnipotent, yet ever gracious and merciful. And he uses Ezekiel to prophesy. And he tells him, Give the people of Israel this message from the Sovereign Lord. I am bringing you back. I will bring you back into your own land. Wow. What a great homecoming this is going to be. That homecoming of restoration as they returned to the land of their forefathers where their family roots ran deep into the soil. What rejoicing to be back where they belonged. Oh, and tell them too, says the Lord, a new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove from your body the heart of stone and I'll give you a heart of flesh and you shall be my people and I will be your God. What a message. What a message with that change that revolutionizes the life, the attitude, the character, and the behavior of each individual. This was the born-again experience that Jesus spoke to Nicodemus about some, if I got my sums right, some 630 years later. This was not the Papworth Hospital kind of heart transplant that we read about in latter years. This was and is the heart transplant that turns life totally upside down so that those who are in reality dead truly come alive. This is what Paul reminds the Ephesians of when he wrote, once you were dead in your sins, but God who is rich in mercy out of his great love made us alive with Christ. By grace you've been saved. It's not of your own doing. It's the gift of God. Hallelujah. And all of this so true for the Ephesians and indeed so true for us. But I wonder whether we've forgotten about that transformation of being made alive in Christ and whether we're truly alive in him now each day consciously created anew 
aware of, of and doing the things that he planned for us to do there in Ephesians chapter 2. You know there's danger and let's not dismiss it that we can easily slip back without realizing it into being partially alive. Far worse, even spiritually dead. Far better that we become aware of what has happened and that like the prodigal son, we return to our Father God who longs to forgive and restore. In the second part of uh, that Ezekiel account this morning, we read of him being led by the Spirit of the Lord into the middle of a valley, a valley full of bones. Bones that were once alive. Bones that were once alive, but are now dead. Ezekiel is told to preach to them, for it is the word of God proclaimed that will bring life to these bones. You know, God created the world by his word, and now it is his word that is to bring life. And God does the seemingly impossible offering to give life to dead bones. Oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That was stage one. But then he says, come, come, O oh breath, and breathe upon these slain. You know, God's grace can bring life to the dead without our preaching, without our word, God's word. But our preaching will not achieve this without God's grace. And the word that Ezekiel proclaims is a word of promise, a word of sure and certain hope. You know, we have a God who says what he's going to do, and he does it. He's a God who acts with power and authority so that we shall know that he is the Lord. And here he makes ten promises. Just worth reminding ourselves, look what he says. I will cause breath to enter you. I will lay sinews on you. I will cause flesh to come upon you. I will cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you shall live. I'm going to open your graves. I'm going to bring you up from your graves. I will bring you back to your land. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. I'll place you on your own soil. And he ends again with, then you shall know that I am the Lord, that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act. Oh, do take note there of the detail and see how God promises to revitalize the dry bones, the dead bones, into life in all its fullness. It doesn't do a half job. He does it totally, completely. And note how 2,000 years ago, Jesus told us that he had come, that we might have life and have it to the full. You know, without him, we fall short. 
So not surprising that we pray, and we use that prayer so often here on a Sunday morning, that we may live the coming day. I always add that we may live the coming week too. Being, we may live the coming day, the coming week to the full, but being true to him in every way. Do you know, in the winter months that have just gone past, the trees have lost all their leaves. The blossom in the garden plants has died. There are rose bushes that are desperately need pruning. The lawns need feeding. And there's much to attend to. The weeds seem to have flourished without any help. And there's work for the gardener to do. You know, we've had three years of COVID and church life has suffered here in Jersey, suffered in the United Kingdom, indeed throughout the world. I was on a Salisbury training course recently and we touched briefly on the whole area of the decline in church attendance and the loss of many who were once alive in Christ and now appear to be dead. You know, there's work for the divine gardener to do. And we know that in his love for us, he can and will restore and bring life back to that which is dead. He's the same unchanging, faithful God who spoke to Ezekiel with that promise of restoring life to the dry to the dead bones. I've been reading of a variety of churches expressing mainly, it seems, what has happened as a result of the reduced life of the church in COVID. That in some, it seems there's a reluctance of folk there to volunteer. Others where there's no real commitment to serve others where there seems to be a fear of mission, others where there's a loss of joy in worship and following Jesus, others where hardly anyone witnesses to their faith, others where many don't appear to know which role they have in the body of Christ, and so much more as I've read through. You know, I, I, I paused this week when I was preparing for today and I thought to myself, I wonder whether there is any of that amongst us. You know, I wonder if there are any bits of us that have gone dry, any bits that might be even dead. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. And I believe we really need to be open to him and to receive from him to make sure that we are fully alive and equipped to be the church, to be the people that he plans for us to be. I don't know if you sense in any way that 
you have run dry. Even that there may be little bits of you. There may be a few dead bones here and there within you. Should we just use a couple of minutes now to be openly honest with God about how we feel, our whole attitude, and whether we are in fact sensing that we've either lost something or we've what, whatever. You know, he just longs to restore and breathe in fullness of life to each and every one of us. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live, says the Lord. Let's have a couple of minutes now when individually we just open up to him and ask him just to come in power and might and to restore and make good and to ensure that each and every one of us we know what it is to be fully alive in him let's have a couple of minutes now when we pray <laughs>